Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the darkest timeline. So, just me, just talking. I mean, it's it's nonsense, isn't it? It's just absolute nonsense. Um, I didn't have a lot to talk about this week, so uh, the podcast is over an hour long. Go figure. Um, I am talking at the end of climbing, finally reaching the end of the journey. Um, disciplining your children. Uh, TV, movies, VR games, and there might even be some console games to talk about. Before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. Leave a review where you can leave a review. Big one, obviously, share the podcast around. If you listen on a regular basis and you enjoy it, maybe somebody you know might also enjoy it. So, you know, give them the opportunity to find out for themselves. Right, let's get started. Here we go. This is CookieCast, The Darkest Timeline. Hello. How are you doing? Are you well? Good. Yeah, I have that whole pause for effect. Um, yes, podcast time. Super weird week of nothing happened. Um, which doesn't make for great... <laughs> doesn't make for great podcasting um there is i think twice as much entertainment stuff this week as there is anything else uh, which is great if you love the entertainment section um so uh going back let's let's call it a week Let's say we won't. Let's say we've gone back a week, and I was saying about how um, I was feeling like I'd maybe come to the end of my climbing journey. Um, I was talking about how um, ultimately I just I just wasn't able to do it. Um, So I went, I'm going to presume, two early mornings last week, um, and I think on Wednesday morning I was like, yeah, I, I just I just don't really know. I just don't really know what there is here for me. Um, I can't do this, I can't do that, and I can't do the other. Um... So that was Wednesday. I was kind of like starting to get into the the mindset of um, this is kind of the end. This is probably the, probably it for me. This is probably the end for me. Um, you know, I, asking myself questions like, "Am I okay with that? Is that something you know other people will carry on? My family members will carry on." Um, you know, am I going to, for example, am I going to be able to take my younger daughters 
to go climbing and not do it myself. Um, when my son reaches an age where he can go, um, I'm a bit, am I going to be okay taking him and not going myself? And I'd sort of got to this point of, yeah, I think, yeah, I think I'm okay with that. I think I can do that. I can say, I tried it. I got so far. I reached my limit. That was it. It was. It wasn't for me. And that was that. That was Wednesday. So I was like, okay. Um, and I had a couple of conversations about it and um, sort of the conversation of, well, you know, really, you should go Thursday and just see. And I was like, um, yeah, okay, that's fine. But I kind of, I kind of know, I kind of know where I'm at. I kind of know the outcome of this um, sort of thing. So, Thursday morning, I got up, and it all started wrong. I got up, and I was in a mood. Not... Because it'll sound like I'm saying I was in a bad mood, but I wasn't in a... I don't feel like I was in a bad mood. I was just in a mood. I didn't want to get up. At quarter to six in the morning. I didn't want to get out of bed. In the cold and the dark. And. That all led towards. That. I didn't want to then. Have to do those things. To go and do something. That I just wasn't. I just wasn't in the zone with. Anymore. Um, I've often. Attributed climbing to golf, you can go one time, have a round of golf, and it's the best round of golf you've ever played in your life. And you can go two days later, or a week later, or a month later, and have the worst round of golf where you throw your golf clubs in a lake. And then the next time you go, it's not, it's not as bad. Climbing is like that. You go... You're like, that is the best climb I've ever done. I'm, I achieved so much in that one session. I was only there an hour. Uh, all of that. And the next time you go, you're like, why am I even here? The difference at this point in time is, if you said to me, you've got nothing to do tomorrow. You've got no responsibilities. You've got no, no children, no work, no nothing. And you can go and play golf if you want. I'd be there in a heartbeat. I'd be there... With bells on. So. That seems to be where the distinctions coming in. This kind of. I would happily go and have a round of golf. If I had nothing. Nothing else to do. So. I. Was in a mood. I get in the car. I drive to the place. I get there. I get out of the car. And I'm like. Just. Uh, and Ed's like, how are you this morning? And I'm like, I am, uh, I'm also standing on about 14,000 cables right now, which is hurting my foot. Uh, so, you know, get your leg out of the fire. Um, so, one of those, one of those mornings where I didn't want to have to talk, I didn't want to have to interact 
you know, if somebody could have poured coffee into my face without me having to ask or do anything, that would have been real nice. Just not the best situation to be in. And now I'm saying this, I'm like, well, it was doomed to fail, wasn't it? Anyway. It was, I knew it was all wrong. Um, oh, there was this thing I had to pay. And when I, on the, on the Wednesday, I was asked about, no, on the Wednesday, I had to pay. And I was asked, did I want a month's membership or did I just want to pay for the day? And I was like, oh, that's a very strange question in a lot of ways. And then an hour later, I'm like, I, w- I really wish I'd just paid for the day because I've paid for the month now and I'm really regretting it. So this was another thing on, on the Thursday. I was like, I begrudged having paid the money. So, go in, order a coffee, get changed. Now, I knew I knew things were, were wrong because one of the thoughts that was going through my head was the longer it takes me to change my shoes, the less time I have to climb. That's not, that's not right, is it? So, I change my shoes, I go and, and start to, to warm up to get stuff done, and by, so I probably started at 20 to 7, at 5 to 7 I was like, I'm going home, I'm done, I'm going home, at 5 past 7, I was like, I am, I'm done with this. I don't need to be here. This is a waste of my time. This is a waste of money, resource, energy, sleep, everything that goes with it. Um, quarter past seven, I was like, I'm going to have a go on the thing that I've been doing for the last couple of weeks, which I can't do, just like anything else. Um, and... I had a realisation at one point that I was just stood in the middle of the room, just like, I'm not, I'm not doing anything right now. Um, so, come 20 past, 25 past 7, I was like, and I am done here. I'm off to wash my hands and get, get out of here. Go home, get, get sorted and go to work. And that was that. And I went home and I said, that is me done. I was ready to come home at five to seven. Um, I've been threatening for X amount of time, X number of days, X whatever, that I'm going to give up. And this is me done now. And that was that. And I was so... I was so fine with it. I was so ready for it. I was like, I physically can't achieve anymore. I can't do any more than this. Now, as I like to preempt things, right now you think that I'm I'm joking and I'm messing and I'm going to hit you with a, uh, you know, show you the right but hit you with the left sort of thing. Yes, to a degree. I'll spoil my own story. So that's Thursday. Friday's Friday. However, I've said 
about doing a, a parking situation on Saturday to make it easier for Leanne to go and climb, um, get a parking space and all this. Also, going and running in and around the area of uh, where climbing is has become quite convenient for me on a Saturday. It's forcing me into this longer run situation. And I'm like, okay, I can I can get on board with that. So I was like, right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to drive there, I'm going to park, and then I'm going to run. And I have this really long, elaborate plan for my running, uh, and to do with parking, and to do with uh, making sure the land could get there so that she could climb, and and there was still a parking space and all of this sort of stuff. Then, the part of me that... doesn't like to quit, doesn't like to be defeated, doesn't like to... say that I can't do something, reared its ugly head and was started trickling information into my brain and that trickle was maybe you've just looked at it wrong maybe you need to look at it a different way maybe you know what about this and what about that and what about the other and the the thing that my brain landed on the way to to pique my interest was to say oh maybe a change is as good as a rest Maybe you've burnt yourself out because you keep going and doing the same things. And as you've said, you can't do those things. So maybe that's the stuff you shouldn't be doing. And the other part of my brain is going, okay, I'm listening. Like Maybe you go and try other stuff. Try different things. Try something that you would never think of trying. And as I, that's interesting because I have had results with that before. The chain, you know, a change is as good as a rest. And I, in my head, I can't do that. Let's give me, a, let's give it a try and see if that's true. Oh my word, I managed to do it. That is a thing. I was recounting that there were there were like three climbing routes in the entire place I could actually do. And the weirdest thing of all is that one of them would be considered to be quite difficult for a particular level. If there was, let's say there's 20 of that colour, it's further to the higher end of the scale than the lower end of the scale. And I can do it. And I can do it with no real issues. There's a point where I have to say to myself, it's actually easier to go all the way up to the top than it is to do anything else. And that just drives me on to finish it. So that part of my brain starts, you know, the, almost the, the water torture, the drip, 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 drip. Maybe it's this and maybe it's that. Maybe you should try this. Maybe you should try the other. What about this? And you've paid for it now. And, you know, what's the point in having the shoes and... Um, oh yeah, bearing in mind that I've found a hole in my shoe. Um, anyway, different story. Um, so, 
No real surprise at this point in time. Come Saturday morning, I find myself driving and parking up at climbing and going for a run. And when I get back, I may have just so happened to have taken my bag with me that's got my climbing shoes in. And, and that was that. So I went in and I was like, right, I'm setting myself this task. And the task is this. I am not allowed to touch anything that I would normally climb. If it's a climb that I would come in and warm up on, it's out of bounds. If it's a climb that I come in and work on, it's out of bounds. If it's a climb that I come in and try, like the the big project one that I've been trying and working on, it's out of bounds. Anything else in, in any way, shape, or form is fair game. But... If it's something that I do regularly or something that I've done before, I'm not allowed to touch it. And there was a couple of points in time where I nearly tripped myself up. I nearly sort of better the devil you know, etc, etc. However, I went off and I was like, well, this, this climb here, this route here, I wouldn't normally do this because it's difficult. So maybe that's the place to start. So I started and I was like, here we go. I'm do this bit and I'll do that bit and do the other bit. And I got halfway and I went, oh, mm, uh, because of its difficulty, you can't hang around either. So I had to commit to dropping off. And I either dropped off the wall or climbed back down. Or I don't often drop off the wall from halfway up it. So then I set myself the task of, okay, got so far, reevaluate and do another bit. Which is what I did. I reevaluated, climbed back up, almost straight off, managed to get a little bit further. Then realised that my feet had been in the wrong place when I, while I was up there, so... And ultimately, picking away, chipping away at the one I was doing, I managed to actually finish it. And I went, okay, well, this is something that I consider to be difficult. And I have not really tried it, not really spent any time with it, and have completed it at this point. That's interesting. Um, there'd been a... There'd been a route that I'd looked at a while back and then not gone back to it because it was quite simple. I knew I couldn't do it. Um, I'd gone... I'd allow myself to do that one because it's not one that I'd been working on and it's not one I would warm up on. It was one that I'd tried at some point, had managed to do it at, at an early point and then never been able to do it since. So I just didn't try it. Went, tried it, finished it. Went to the next one along. Climbed up, got so far. Really struggled with the last couple of holds. But came back down, reset, started again. Went back up, tried it again, did it. Um, so I started using this method to see how far I could get. Now then, there was two things. One, I was going increasingly further into the difficulty levels to wildly outside of my ability. Um, when the wall's leaning back, uh, I think 
one of the walls is like a 45 degree angle and i'm like let's give this a go no surprises didn't get very far on that one the one the next one over is like a 35 or a 25 or something got slightly further but not much um what then happened and this was where things started to go wrong to a degree and that was i started running out of things very quickly because i have x number of routes that i warm up on I have X number of routes that I'm trying and working on. I have X number of routes that are in a different colour and a different difficulty, and I'm trying those and working on those. All of that was out of bounds. So I could only climb stuff that I've either never done before, not really tried before, tried and failed at, or anything in between. Things that are a different level, that sort of thing. Because I started running out of stuff, that's when I started going, oh, well, maybe I can just go and try that one and i was like no that's one that you know do regularly um another issue that that cropped up was um new stuff gets set on a friday so that's why saturday morning is very um i don't know what i don't know what to call it if i'm honest exciting for some apprehensive for others i think i would go with because the people that I go with on a Saturday morning, it's exciting for them. New stuff. For me, I'm like, that's scary at the end of the day. Um, so it's like, oh, why don't you try this new one? I'm like, I'm good, thanks. Because there's 20 people stood around it. Oh, well, why don't you try this this new one? No, I'm good, thanks. Oh, well, why don't you try it now? It's quiet well yeah now there's only 10 people stood around it and three people sat down and every single eye in the place is on that new stuff not really but that's what i think um oh well what about this why do you try this no i'm good thanks obviously from those two different perspectives one of those two people is going to get annoyed quite quickly so very quickly into this um there was an element of frustration and my point is i've got x number of mornings where all these people aren't going to be there and i can just try stuff at my own leisure and the other side of the fence is it's new you should want to try it now so there was that um unfortunately for me what happened was i reached that point where i went well i've done this i am i am working on this but basically i've now run out of stuff to do and unfortunately that does bring me back to i don't want to do this anymore not as drastic as wednesday thursday but as a i am done for the day and i i ended up just waiting for a text message to say oh you know i'm on my way or I'll, I'll be there soon or i'm outside so that i could literally just leave and going back to what i was saying about the enjoyment or excitement there was a time when that was a thing 
there was a time where that was genuinely how I felt about it. I was like, oh, you know, new stuff. Or, oh, I get to get up early and go and climb. And, oh, you know, going to get down to climbing on Saturday and da-da-da-da-da. That feels like a really long time ago at this point in time. And it probably wasn't. It was probably a few weeks. I can't... I can't say what's happened. I can't say what the breaking point was. I know I've had a series of, of points of time where I've been like, oh, this, this thing happened to me and it's knocked... It's not my confidence or it's knocked how I feel about life in general or... Oh, I had a I had a fall or those sorts of things are understandable, I feel. I think people would agree with that. It's the when you don't know what's happened and you don't know why you feel the way you do, that is surely when things are just weirder. I was gonna say more weird, um weirder than um than when you know. Um, so yeah. Um, I've been having some um some disciplinary issues, um, in in the house. Um, I think I spoke about. It. I think I spoke about. I was going through a phase with my youngest daughter that I went through with my. Uh, with my middle daughter, um, it's the it's you know the lying phase, um, and I truly believed at that time that it was a phase. I was like, oh, I remember this. You know, you have to really sort of hammer home how lying's bad, and um, if you keep doing it, things just get worse. And I had yet another example of this. Now, admittedly, I feel it was a more tame example. However, it was a point in time where um, my 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 youngest daughter was asked the question, and rather than than answering that question a certain way, she chose to lie. Um, And this was the point where I said to her, um, okay, how how do you know that information? And she was like, oh, it's because of this. And I was like, I knew you were going to say that. And I know for a fact that that's a lie. So we went through it and we broke it down. And in the end, she was like, yes, I, I didn't know that information. I was like, no, I know you didn't. But you did lie. And I told you that if you lie your punishment has to get worse. So between us, we worked out a punishment um, and she said, she's not going to do it anymore. And she took her punishment like a champ. And that was that. Now, I think we can all say that we'd hope that would be the end of the story, but the story has changed and morphed into something else. So, uh, Sunday now Sundays 
Sundays, I feel, should have certain activities. Or there are certain activities that feel very much like a Sunday. Um, to me, watching a movie on a Sunday afternoon is like a family activity. Because that's what that's what we used to do as a family. Sunday afternoon, there'd be something on, on TV that you could all sit around and watch. Um, you know, big bar of dairy milk kind of situation. And away you go. So that to me feels like a Sunday afternoon activity, and in 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 my house nowadays, that is often what we would be found we will be found doing on a Sunday afternoon. Um, just one of those things. Less chocolate, more not chocolate. Um, but there are other things you can do on a Sunday, you know, uh, activities. I, I take the dog for a long walk or, you know, when there's when it's all of us, we do like some sort of activity, go swimming or, you know, go to the cinema and, you know, Sunday activities. Well, this Sunday, uh, I decided to take the younger two out. Um, my youngest daughter was going to um, go on a bike she's had the bike for a year and I think she's used it a handful of times um, and I'm like get on your bike so we sat on out out from the house having spent far too long getting everything ready now there is another part to this story and the other part is that my daughter really wanted to go on a bike really really wanted to go on a bike however there was an issue her, her bike needs some air putting in the tyres. Now, as I found out, this was an overestimation. One of the tyres didn't need any air at all, and the other needed a smidge of air putting in. The way it had been told to me, she was basically riding on the rims. So, you know different different sort of situation however my my daughter never stopped going on about as i stepped foot through the door having taken the dog for a walk the first words out of her mouth were daddy don't forget you need to put air in my tires i was like i know and I've just stepped through the door. So, don't forget you need to put air in my oh, I need air in my tyres on my bike. And my bike needs air put in tyres. You can imagine. I don't need to go through it the 4,000 times I heard it. I was getting more and more annoyed. Because ultimately, my plan was walk the dog, get home, drink a coffee, go and put air in the tyres. That was my plan. Anyway. Having gone through the battle that was putting air into tyres, got the bike out, got my son in the pushchair, everybody's got hats, coats, gloves, the works, because it's cold. And we set out on our voyage. And we made it to the end of the drive. And that is not an exaggeration an overestimation, or anything. We made it to the end of the drive. And then it started. Um, 
I don't want to go on my bike. Okay, well, you have been on at me all morning about putting air in your tyres, which I have done. We are all dressed and ready to go on this bike ride slash walk. You are absolutely going on your bike. Get on the bike. I don't want to go on my bike. Okay, well, that's not an option at this point in time. Get on the bike. I don't want to. That's not really up for debate. Where we are now is going for a bike ride. You will get on the bike and you will pedal that bike in that direction and I will follow you. No. Now this was the point where I realised I don't know how to deal with this. So I take a moment, I take a breath and I go, how am I going to deal with this? Okay, well now we have to start with the threats. I have to start with the threats. Okay, threat number one is, right, well I'll give your bike to a child in need, a child that deserves that bike. I'm going to give another child your bike. And her response was, I think that's a good idea. Um, okay. Um, I'm, I'll, I'll just go on my scooter. Well, no, because if I'm getting rid of your bike, I might as well get rid of your scooter while I'm at it. Oh, okay then. Another deep breath. Reevaluate. Um, I'm going to sell your bike. Okay, we can use the money to buy. So I'm like, a couple of these, a couple of these is me exaggerating. But there was the point in time where I was like, I'm going to phone Grandad and I'm going to tell Grandad, <laughs> I'm going to tell Grandad that you don't want to use the bike he bought you. And he will be sad. Oh, if you ring Grandad, I'll be able to speak to him. I was like, this is not. This is not going how it's supposed to. As I right, okay, and I was like, I need to, I need to kick this puppy up a notch. I was like, I'm going to get rid of your bike. I'm going to get rid of your scooter. I'm going to make you sit on the naughty step. And while you sat on the naughty step for the rest of the day, I'm going to bring you a box, and you are going to put all of your toys in that box. And when that box is full, I will bring you another box, and you will put all of your other toys in that box until. All the toys are gone, and I'll put all of those boxes outside with all of your toys in, with your bike, your scooter, any other mode of transport that you own, and the charity shop will come and collect them, and then you'll have nothing. Okay, then. Get on the bike. No. This interaction lasted for 20 minutes. I escalated this to, I mean, I think at one point she didn't own anything anymore. She wasn't going to go anywhere anymore and she was going to live, breathe, sleep and assimilate the naughty step. And this was the point in time where I went, this is why our parents beat us. This is why we got 
beaten as children because that's the <laughs> that's the next step that's the next step in the process the next step in the process is do you want a smack <laughs> i fully i could fully understand every part of it at that moment in time i could see everything laid out in front of me so i went what as parents do we have now nowadays as as an actual deterrent threat tool if your child says no then what what have you got left if you go through all of the things that you can think all the punishments you can think of and the answer you get from your child is no i don't want to do that where do we go from here and honestly honestly i truly believe this is why the world is the way it is right now i i honestly believe this is why things are the way they are in the end i don't even know what i said i can't remember what i said because we were at like defcon 5 and beyond when i'm getting rid of everything she owns and telling her she has to live on the naughty step oh it, it was it was the everything i was throwing everything i had at this situation and i'm like I, i've got nothing left my bag of tricks is empty and at some point she just went okay then got on the bike pedaled a bit went oh this is why i didn't want to do it i was like well you have to steer the wheel away from the grass just do that oh oh right i'm off right i'll see you later i'm like there, there we go we then went for for a, a bike ride and a walk best thing that's ever happened she rode to school on the bike today and home i'm like i'm glad it's not a thing anymore but who knows what's going to happen next i am terrified of that child becoming a teenager terrified she's basically a teenager now and what tools do i have to deal with it i got nothing nothing my bag of tricks is empty that is the week um having almost nothing on my list i managed to you know talk for the best part of 40 minutes so yay me um tv movies vr and that's right ladies and gents console games here we go let me just grab a drink
have a drink. I'm just going to have some of that drink. And that drink is a delicious non-alcoholic Guinness. Ooh. Ah, delicious. So, um, I've watched episode... That's right, episode five, six, and seven of eight. Yeah, I know. Uh, of obliterated, I managed to get a good run. Uh, the uh, the episodes that I had left. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything because, um, well, what I'm talk I'm going to talk about is a spoiler. So I'm not going to talk about it too much. What I will say is this: um, there's a twist. I don't think that's a spoiler. Might be a spoiler. Um, there is a twist. And I worked the twist out before they revealed the twist. And it kind of ruined things for me. Because that's all I could focus on at that point. I was like, oh. Oh, that's, that's blatantly obvious now. The other thing I will say is, as a show, I'll get this out, out straight away. I really like this show. I really enjoyed it. I think it's a great concept. One of those, can't imagine that they're going to do another series because it's Netflix and Netflix love to do stuff that people enjoy and then just not continue them or cancel them or whatever it is you do with a streaming service. Um, but I will, what I will say is this. I enjoy it. I really enjoy it. It's, um, it's a great concept. Um, there is a CG like goblin in it, and that CG goblin is voiced by uh, Jason Manzukis. And honestly, I, I I am starting to believe that Jason Manzukis might be one of the greatest. Just <sighs> man-made creations, I think is probably the best way to put it. Um, I listened to a podcast that he's on. And um, any time he does a voice in something, he elevates it. Any time he's been in anything, he is fantastic in the league, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Any time he's in anything, it's just like this is instantly better. Um, he's like a uh, an, uh, an American Matthew Berry. Um, this entire show has decided its formula is everything's a coincidence. Everything is, well, isn't it? No, not coincidence, convenient. Everything that happens, happens through convenience. It almost feels like it's a show that was written as they were filming it. And they were then doing that... We are now faced with this problem from a writing standpoint. What is our solution? There is an episode, and again, not a spoiler, but this is part of the episode. There is an episode where they manage to work something out purely because one of the characters happens to look across a diner and see a man wearing a watch... That he knows his is not his watch. It's the bad guy's watch. There is no relevance, or reference or anything to him being able to know that before that moment in time. 
<laughs> moment in time. See what I did there. It, every single thing is, here's a problem, here's a solution. But it's like... Not organic. It, it, there are times you're like, well, that's convenient, isn't it? Because otherwise... The episode slash program slash series would grind to a complete halt. Um, having realised the twist earlier than, than maybe it was meant, and then the twist happening, there has been a, a small element for me where I've gone, I might have lost... A little bit of interest. Basically, what I'm saying is I've watched seven out of eight episodes. And I I will watch the eighth episode. I can't, in all honesty, tell you when that might be. It could be tomorrow. It could be a week from now. So, look out for that podcast further down the line. Um... What what's next on the docket? I watched a movie. Now then, I have these things. I see trailers for films that I say this. Oh, that looks kind of interesting. I wouldn't mind seeing that. What I mean by that is, that looks quite interesting, I wouldn't mind seeing that. I'm not going to pay to go to the cinema to watch it. So I'm probably going to wait until it comes out on, like, on-demand slash streaming. But I'm not going to pay, you know when it goes on to, like, streaming and it's like, you can buy this film for £20 and it's like, I'm not going to pay 20 quid to see it, because otherwise I'd just go to the cinema. So I'm going to wait for that to come down in price. And once it comes down in price, I'm then just basically going to wait for it to go onto a streaming service for free. And by free, I mean I already pay for it. It was one of those. Um, I saw a trailer a little while back for the film American Underdog, which is the Kurt Warner story. Um, Kurt Warner story being famous in the world of the NFL. Uh, he was... Um, at one point in time, he was drafted to play for the Packers. And uh, and as far as the film, as you believe, he lasted like two days. Um, didn't get any success through only lasting two days with Green Bay Packers. So, that's the end of his football journey. The end of his football career, really. And then ends up stacking shelves in a supermarket in a, on a night shift. And playing a thing called arena football, which is a little bit like American football if it was done by the circus, because it kind of is in a way. Um, and then gets a phone call to go and try out for the Rams, goes, tries out for the Rams. Certain people there don't want him, certain people there do. Ends up playing for the Rams and they go on to win. Super Bowl. Now then, that is basically the story as the film will tell it. Jumping back quite away, there is a point in time where he meets a lady, and she already has 
Um, two children. One of them has special needs. He is blind and... Um, it's kind of mostly it's just the fact that he's blind but he does have some other issues um now i say i say this lady has two children the films like hey she's got two kids but we're only going to focus on one of them and there are points in the film where you're like isn't there another child somewhere where's the other child um so there's that he meets this lady she's very apprehensive of, of them starting a relationship because she's got these children she is ex-military um yet they start a relationship anyway and there is there is um a variety of ups and downs in that relationship to do with football and work and kids and all sorts of things um Kurt Warner is played by, um, oh dear, Zachary Levi of Shazam fame. Um, seems to be very, seems to be very suited for the role. Um, did very well in the role. Um, I I really I really enjoyed I really enjoyed it. I really liked it. I thought it was, it was a very good take on the story. Um, it was worth my time. It was worth a watch. One of those that I would watch again in given a certain situation. Um, one of those where I will I, I would say this: there were a couple of points where I was like, it would be nice if this film was a little bit more about the football. And a little bit less about the relationship between Kurt Warner and his wife. Um, just because they, in a lot of ways, they cram a lot of the football in at the end. The actual football when he's actually playing for the Rams, they cram a lot of that in at the end. Whereas they had a lot of time that they could have put. Um, you know, they could have put more football in and less relationship stuff, I think is what I felt. Um, I was fine with the relationship and the building of that relationship and the ups and downs that they had and the trial and tribulation and the problems they had. But there were a couple of points in the film where I was like, it's a bit much. Almost a couple of points where I, I would have potentially fast-forwarded had I known. Just because I was like, for what I want from this film, I don't need this bit. Um, outside of that, very enjoyable film. Um, if you know the story, or if it's something that's you know might that might interest you, I would definitely give it a whirl. I, I very much enjoyed the film. Um, even. It's one of those, you know, there are aspects that it transcends um, just the sport side of things. So even if you're not interested in the player or the sport, there might be something else in there for you. It was a very good film. It was very well done. Um, I believe it. I watched it on Netflix, I think. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Two or three or four, apparently. Four V 
VR games. Couple of quick ones, couple of not so quick. Um, do we remember the Sniper Elite VR saga? Well, I don't think I mentioned at the time. May have, may have not. Um, I all around about the time I bought Sniper Elite VR. Um, I also bought what in some ways seemed like a bit of a DLC, but it was a completely standalone game. Sniper Elite VR Winter, I think it's just called. Um, it's set in the winter and it's played a lot in the snow. Um, obviously, with the issues I had with Sniper Elite VR, anybody that doesn't know, it's a game that I really wanted to play, I was really looking forward to. And I don't know if there was some sort of a glitch with it, but I couldn't progress past the first main actual main mission it just kept telling me i'd failed and didn't seem like i could really do anything to change the outcome of it um contacted oculus meta however you want to say it and um they as a gesture of goodwill refunded me not all the money i paid for it anyway i had bought sniper elite vr the winter version it didn't cost a lot of money I think it was like 11 pounds or something um and i was very apprehensive with the fact that obviously i've had issues with the main game um you know i've I'd read reviews where people were like this is kind of a dlc but it is standalone so i was like okay well i'll give it well a completely different gaming experience so they've borrowed a few things from the original and just put white for snow on it um but i was fine with that i was like yeah i'll go to your shooting range that's the same as it is in the other one um so i did all that and that was that and then it was like hey you know go and play this mission and i played the mission and it was it was one of those things the perfect length mission not too long not too short just perfect length and i went okay well we're off to a better start because i've completed the first mission of the game so i did the next mission and again really good length and i finished i finished the level and uh the the, the shooting was good and one thing i will say one massive um downside to the game and something that I just could not understand. There is a point when you do the shooting range where you're supposed to put together a a loadout. So I was like, oh, I want this pistol and I want this sniper rifle and I want oh I want um this type of gun, like a you can have a machine gun or a shotgun, or oh, I want this for my other weapon and oh you know, I'll take this, that, and the other. And I put all the stuff in the box and set that as my loadout. Every level you start, you start with none of the stuff in your loadout. You've got a sniper rifle, which could be any sniper rifle. And more often than not, you start with this same machine gun. But you've got no no pistol, which the, the silence pistol is like a, like a staple for Sniper Elite VR. Um... There was only a couple of levels where I had, I even got the opportunity to get that weapon. 
And, you know, you pick things up like, oh, I picked up a shotgun and oh, I picked up a new sniper rifle. Oh, I picked up some grenades and oh, I've got a pistol. And you start the next level and it could be the next level could be in the exact same location. It's just the next bit of that level. No weapons other than one sniper rifle and one machine gun. A very strange thing. I couldn't quite get past it. It just didn't make any sense. It just doesn't. It just doesn't make any sense. Um, however, I thoroughly enjoyed that game. Just a great gaming experience, top to bottom. There is level um, that I towards the back end. I thoroughly enjoyed. Um. I was just like, I don't know if this is like that contrast because I had to get a refund on the other game and this one was actually playable and enjoyable and I really liked it, etc, etc. Where I'm just like, I'm going over the over the top. I'm going overboard with how much I liked it because the other one wasn't for me. But that is that is that that is that is my opinion. Um I've played some Smash Drums not a massive amount to update i did last night try there's like two modes one where you have like drums and cymbals that come towards you and you have to hit them in the right place and another mode where you've got a full drum kit and then you just like very much like guitar hero you've just got lights that pass go past a bar and you have to hit the right color drum or cymbal at the right time i tried both methods and what i could do and what i couldn't However, last night I realised that the one I couldn't do was at the time that the settings were wrong. So just before I turned it off last night, I'm like, I'm going to give it a go. Um, wasn't perfect, but it was better than it was last time. So I'm a bit like, oh, now I've got like a different mode to play. Um, something I will say, I, I paid additional money when I bought the game. I paid another £15 for three different music packs uh, there were five for each and I was happy to pay them because of the songs that were listed in these music packs it feels like the the, the packs aren't there some of the songs I, I remember well and I'm like oh you know that song's there and that song's there and one on the side menu you can pick like the rock pack but I brought I bought three packs, and it feels like they're missing in some way. I need to go back and look at the track list just to make sure that all the songs are there. Um, but anyway, um, I got a couple of the uh, these sort of cool little attachments for my um, controllers that are these. Well, I say little attachments; these big guns. Um, they're just like plastic overlay things um but it is kind of kind of fun so because i got those it made me um want to play after the fall so i had a couple of goes just to try it out uh one of them works really well gives you that little bit of an extra weight makes you feel like you're holding uh, holding a gun the other one rubs when i'm uh when i'm using the movement it rubs on a on a finger um so there was part of me that was thinking like maybe i'd just use one of them um but it reignited my whole playing after the fall. So I was like, look, the whole 
Me not being able to unlock other weapons thing is just ridiculous at this point. I'm going to Google it again and see what I can find out. And that's what I did. I Googled it again. And after many, many different search, like going into different pages and things, I found something that said you have to play on harder difficulties to win, to unlock more weapons. And I was like, that actually makes a lot of sense. Went back to the game and I looked at it and it was like, if you play on this difficulty, the best you can hope for is a blue level uh, unlock. But if you play on the next level up, you can have a purple level unlock. And I was like, why did I never see this before? So I'm like, well, now we know what we need to do. Started playing on a level that I knew I could complete. Uh, and away we go. And I was playing, playing, playing and doing quite well in some respects and terribly in other. Uh, got so far and got killed by a boss. And that was the end of that because the boss then systematically killed all the rest of my team. And that was that. I went, well, that's annoying. And I turned it off. And then the next day I tried it again. And I got the exact same result. And I went, well, that's annoying. So I, I, I tried a different level, one I knew that I could do. Uh, and I got killed by a boss. And I went, that's annoying. Because every time you die, you lose everything you've collected apart from a minimal amount of the currency. So I realised that at that point that I was just wasting time. So I was like, it's probably no real point playing at this point in time. Ultimately, I am desperate to get someone to play with who might be able to help me uh, to play better, to have a better chance. Uh, but I don't have any friends. Um, I played some, uh, because I was struggling playing after the fall, I moved on to a different game and I played um, some more Assassin's Creed VR. When I played it originally, I was a bit like, do I like this game? I wasn't sure if I could answer that question. I, there was a few things that it does as a game that I'm like, why have you chosen to do that? Like some of the mechanics, some of the terrible Assassin's Creed mechanics that they could have easily just not bothered with. Yet they did. And I'm like, why? Um... So I was, I was a bit sort of um, um, umming and ahhing, and that is ultimately why I haven't gone back to it until now. But I did go back to it, and I was playing more. And I actually found that I was really enjoying it. Um, it's a game that seems to say, we've given you the option to use some of the terrible Assassin's Creed mechanics. If you don't want to, or are unable to, we will provide you with an alternative in pretty much all instances. And I'm kind of like, I, I like that. I like that you've done that. I like that you've accepted that people might not be able to do some of the ridiculous nonsense you want them to do. So you've said, well, just do this instead. And you've made it easy to know what that is. Like, can I jump and swing on the pole? No. Can I climb up a wall? 
yeah, yeah, I can do that. Um, managed to get through the three main characters' first plays through. Um, not finished the game sort of thing, but you, I've done like three or six missions with each of the characters, Ezio, Cassandra, and Connor. Finished Connor last night, and it told me I was going to go back to playing as Ezio, but I kind of had an idea that it was probably bedtime, and when I checked, it was. So I turned off, and that was that. Um, definitely going to be one to go back to. Um, and finally, what might come as a surprise to some people, I have played a PlayStation 5 game. Um, I am very much aware that VR has taken over um, my gaming time at the moment, for better or worse. Um, if I'm honest, and I've said this before, I've said this to people, I'm kind of riding the wave and happy to ride the wave. Because there's that fear of it being a gimmick, that fear of it being short-lived, that fear of one day you put it down and you never pick it back up. Um I had some issues with the first quest. Uh, plugging it into my PC killed my PC. And um, there was the point in time where Meta announced they were no longer going to support it. And it just annoyed me. So I just stopped playing it out of spite. Not because I didn't enjoy it anymore. Um, I played a PlayStation 5 game. One of the ones that I got for Christmas. Uh, I played Baldur's Gate 3. Um... A few things about this game. Number one, and I have to hold my hands up completely on this. Not the game I thought it was. Probably should have done a little bit more research into this game. Somebody said to me, because I mentioned that I had it, and they were like, but isn't it like a turn-based RPG? And I was like, is it? I thought it was like a third-person walking-around kind of jobby. They were like, no, I'm pretty sure it's a turn-based RPG. It's like... Oh, that's news to me, having bought the game. Um, something that I knew, and I was like, I need to give it the time it deserves, but I knew it was going to take a long time to set up a character. And I wasn't wrong. I think it took me 40 minutes to get a character set up and ready to play. And then I played the beginning and I managed to get through the beginning and, and there was the point where I died in the first level and I went, uh-huh, this is going to be interesting. Uh, and then realised that I'd completely ignored what it told me to do. So, you know, that one was on me. Uh, so the next time I played it, didn't ignore what I was supposed to do and weirdly managed to do it, which is just, just very strange. Um got through that bit moved on um unfortunately there was the fact that i it's it's absolutely a game that that demands your time and attention and i had you know one foot in the vr world when i was playing it so i was a bit like i might need to come back to you at another point um so that's where we're at with that i'm not obviously not saying i'm never going to play it again what i'm saying is i need to i need to give it the time it deserves so so there we go that is a podcast where i thought i don't really have anything to talk about this week i'll bang out a 20 minute podcast and we'll be done 
Anyway, thank you very much for listening, and I'll catch you next time. So there we go, what do you think of that? It was what ended up being a, a longer one than I thought it would be. <sighs> who, who knew? Big thank you for watching, big thank you for listening, big thank you for being here. Before you go, if I can ask you to do a couple of little jobs for me. Number one, click that like button. Number two, subscribe. Number three, share the podcast around. Number four, check out the website, thecookiecast.com. Over there, we've got some social media links and an email button, and that way you can get in touch with us. Right, there we go. Done. Out the door. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Thank you for listening to this episode of Cookiecast.